Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's the tax man. He may not be a superhero, but Tony Morrow has saved many retirement plans with his nearly superhuman knowledge of tax planning strategies. It's time for Plan with the Tax Man. Hey, everybody. Welcome into this edition of Plan with Tax Man. We appreciate your time, as always, here on the podcast with Tony Morrow as we talk investing, finance, and retirement. What's going on, my friend? How are you? I'm good. Weather's turning good here. Finally getting out of the rainy season, and uh, things are good. Wow, that's always nice. Yeah, it's uh, it's good to be into June. We are now into that uh, that time of the year. So hopefully, I don't know. It's been where you guys are at. Has it been cool? Has it been a cool May? Our our May's been very not normal. <laughs> yeah, our has, ours has been too. I mean, it's been unseasonably cool and a lot of rain. And usually we're we're beyond that by May. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, I mean, COVID and all that stuff aside, it's just been weird. <laughs> you know, yeah, then really you add has. that into the mix and it, you know, obviously it's certainly been uh, really odd. But um, yeah, you know, so I'm glad to hear that it's getting away. Because like for us, uh, we've shared with our listeners before, we're in different states. Uh, usually, you know, we're, we're pretty darn toasty in May and it, it's just, we haven't even hit 90 yet, uh, which mm-hmm. is unusual for us, so. We'll see how it plays out. But anyway, we're going to jump into our topic this week. Uh, we're going to talk a little Mark Twain, actually. So that could, that could be fun. We're going to see what Mark can teach us about money. You know, much like Will Rogers and several Yogi Berra, some other, uh, you know, famous folks through the years, they, they have these useful, interesting nuggets and ways of looking at life. And I think there's certainly some some good stuff uh, we can take from some of those guys, and Mark Twain is one of them. So, and you think about obviously COVID and everything that's been going on. This first one I've got, Tony, is pretty apropos. He's like, apparently there is nothing that cannot happen today. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of his things. Like, it seems like when you just think you've been hit with everything you can get hit with, something else will show up, right? Something else will show up. Yeah, and I, I have to admit, in the interest of full disclosure, when I was a kid, I had no interest in Mark Twain. And never wanted to read anything. Ah, of his. Okay. And then as I got older, you know, some of these things kind of came about. It's like, but you know, this guy is is pretty interesting. Uh, and little did I know until I learned more about him, what kind of guy he really was. But yeah, it's you know, he, this little snip that he's got here really, I I think is appropriate in the time we're living in right now, which is the whole COVID virus thing uh, still going on. And you know, I I think he he kind of meant it towards. Anything, you know, that can happen out of the ordinary uh, generally does. And you need to plan appropriately for that, especially with your, you know, your portfolios. And, you know, we always think of it in the financial world as just a, another financial crisis, economic downturn, you know, recession comes to mind. And then this whole COVID thing comes up and, you know, hits everyone. And when I say everyone, the world by surprise, oh, in yeah. my opinion. And, you know, unprecedented times we're now living in. No one has a plan for it. Uh, The government doesn't have a plan. And so for us as individuals and and then, of course, as as advisors, I I think we have to and it has forced us to take a hard look at at things, especially on just the basic financial planning side. So I I think it's uh, never more important than it is today. Well, yeah. And there's, you know, with everything that's been going on, it's easy to get singularly focused, I suppose, on various things. And we've talked about that off and on over the last several weeks with the whole COVID thing. And and as we're starting to pull more and more out of it, you know, we, we have to remember 
that we, we can't just shut everything down and whether whatever camp you're in as far as the economy and things of that nature, I mean, internally, right? We can't just shut everything yeah. down and say, um, well, the only thing I can really, the only thing I can allow myself to do right now is worry about whether or not me or my family, you know, catches coronavirus. I think that, you know, you, you have to continue to want to live and push yourself forward and, and do all those normal things. I think most of us are, are pretty good about that and know that overall. But uh, yeah, there's certainly no shortage of stuff can come out of nowhere and slap you. <laughs> just, it can. And just, and just when you think and the you, day is, is, you know, it's like, okay, it's all, it can't get any worse. Well, sometimes it can. So just, you know, just be careful there. Now, yeah. we've all heard that saying, Tony, you know, uh, and I think we actually, the popular way of viewing that is actually incorrect, uh, that money is the root of all evil. I actually think it's the, I think actually it says the the lust or the love of money is the root of all evils the way it actually goes. But Mark said the lack of money is the root of all evil. So what's your thoughts there? Well, I'll tell you, he, he's got it right there because, yeah, I mean, most people associate money with, with evil. And uh, in some cases, you know, and you know, there's, there's a thousand sayings about money. Yeah, whether we also know, associate with bad. happiness too. So you know, yeah, we and, you know, it, can't it buy really love, is, you know, but it, it can't buy happiness. <laughs> it can't, yeah, it, you know, I, I say you know the the money f- for most. I think people got to look at it as you know it's there for you not to serve it for you know it to be a servant for you. Right. Meaning that it, it's only a tool that you're using to get the things in life that you want, and that's what's you know different for everybody. But I think you know the main thing, especially as you get into retirement, when you can't or don't want to work anymore, it really comes down to, uh, it's not how much I have, but do I have an income coming in? And how, you know, how long am I going to need that income? Because boy, that makes life, especially towards the end, theoretically, a lot less stressful, you know, when, when that, you know, all is put into motion or in place, if you will. Right. And, you know, if you don't have that at, you know, toward the end, especially, and you haven't done the planning, well, then it becomes a stressful time. And uh, I think that's maybe what he talks about a little bit there is, you know, if you, if the lack of that is going to cause you some problems late in life. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's, we go to retirement yeah, and I'll, I'll, I'll be the, I'll, you know, I'll play the devil's advocate here, but it's like, you know, it's easy to have those lofty goals and say money isn't everything. And that, and that is certainly true. But when we're talking a on financial show <laughs> and B yeah. uh, with what it is that you do in retirement, one of those main goals, if not the main goal, right, is to make sure that you do have the income in, you know, not necessarily because, you know, you want to have all the money in the world, but because you certainly want to be able to take care of yourself, provide for yourself. And because also we are physically getting into that point where we can't necessarily go out and work the way we used to in order to, you know, provide for ourselves. So I, I think it's it's clearly important to make sure that, you know, we're not running out of money. And so to kind of use that, you know, that Mark Twain analogy, that the lack of money certainly can be a problematic for folks. Yeah. And I, I think another thing, and I use it with clients a lot, and I, I try to tell them, you know, for me... And, and hopefully for you, money does have to put food on your table, yep. roof over your head mm-hmm. and whatnot. But after that, what I feel it's like is it buys you time, not time to live, but time so that you can go out and enjoy the things that are important to you while you are here, you know, because otherwise, you know, I always tell people too, if money wasn't a factor in this world and money meant nothing and we could go out and do and have fun, not need to work. I mean, we would all do that, you know, uh, because that, that, that's what we all want to do at the end of the day. But the lack of that money or planning and you're having to work maybe till you can't work anymore just goes, you know, to show you that 
you've got to have something there. Yeah. Otherwise, it, it's a <laughs> it's a stressful time. Well, with what's going on in the world, there's certainly folks that are like, well, why can't we just do that? Let's just stay home and have the government, you know, yeah. uh, send us money. And it's like, well, you can continue <laughs> to mortgage your kids and grandkids' future, but at some point, you know, you just can't you just can't print it endlessly. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you can. I don't know, but I don't think you can. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, and, and speaking of the government, and I I was wrestling whether I was going to throw this one out, Tony, but it's just too good. Uh, to not, and you but, figure Mark yeah. Twain lived in, you know, what, 150 years ago? Something uh, like that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And so even then, so he has this saying, he's like, suppose you were an idiot and now suppose you were a member of Congress, but I repeat myself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, even then, even yeah, then yeah. Congress yeah. was idiots. You know? Yeah, no, I know it. And, and really, I, I think what, you know, he, he's talking about there, you know, is you really can't worry about or depend on what the government's going to do right, you know, right. policies and procedures and applying it to the financial situation and, and planning uh, whether they adapt new laws to make the IRA tax deferred or not or whether they you know put new laws have to do with taxes going up or down I mean there's always going to be some change and you know you you can't worry about that you, you definitely got to get your own situation under control and from a financial standpoint you don't you don't want to have to worry about the news and what's coming out of Washington affect you other than just, you know, being in the know about it. Sure. Yeah. Cause I mean, there's not, there's not a lot we can do anyway. And yes, of no. course, while, you know, our, you know, quote unquote, our vote makes a difference in the end, there's still, you know, what's going to happen is what's going to happen. I mean, how many times have you voted for somebody that said they want this and they certainly do. So it's one of those things that we all kind of know is the case. And I think that's a good way of looking at it, especially when it comes to things like social security or whatnot. You know, we don't know what's going to happen, you know, down the down the way with that. You know, we we assume that uh, no politician will be the one who wants to be like, well, it's gone and there's nothing we can do about it uh, because they won't stick around for very long. So we'll assume that something gets done, but you just never know. So rather than uh, to use a Mark Twain type of word, uh, rather than worry about all that tomfoolery in Washington, you know, focus on how you can try to be as independent from it as you can. And then, of course, mm-hmm. Social Security's coming in or whatever happens with taxes, you're prepared to your point. Uh, so, yeah, so good stuff there when we're talking about Mark Twain and what he can teach us about money. All right. Now, this is another pretty, pretty awesome classic one. And this is, uh, you know, certainly relevant to what's been happening as well. He says, uh, October is one of the particularly dangerous months for speculating in stocks. And there's other months as well. July, January, September, April, November, March, May, June, December, August, and February. <laughs> yeah, basically every, every month. That's what he's saying. Yeah, which was great, right? It was a fantastic yeah. way of saying, look, speculating in stocks is dangerous anytime. Anytime. Well, and, and the key word there is, is speculating versus you know, investing for your future. And to his point, and even going back to the, you know, the crash of 87, and then, and then you know, historically, October generally for trading stocks generally is, is not that good, but hopefully you're not doing that. Hopefully, you know, you're investing throughout the year, every year mm-hmm. as part of a plan. Right. And you know, you're not trying to speculate and, you know, turn a thousand dollars into a hundred thousand dollars. Cause that is, that is speculation. And that doesn't come around very often. And not that you can't do that and take a little bit of your, of your money and, and, and do a little bit of that, but that's more of like, what I call gambling, you know, whether you're going to take your money out to the track or the casino and chances are you're going to lose it. And and that's not the issue with a, you know, a comprehensive plan. And in today's environment, even right now, you know, six weeks ago, seven weeks ago, uh, well, it's probably been about what, two, three months now, 
I mean, the market was was doing very nicely and it has recovered some, but it has been extremely choppy. No one saw this coming necessarily. And it has nothing to do with really the economy. At least it didn't early on. Mm -hmm. It's catching up now. So I think what he's talking about there is you've got to get a plan. You've got to stick to the plan. Every month there's going to be things that you can't control. And, you know, as long as you're setting money aside, it's still one of the best places to make money over the long term. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, and having, you know, a well thought out plan that kind of takes, uh, your, you know, your time horizon, your age into account. Uh, you know, we, we had a conversation, Tony, you and I months back on, on a podcast where, you know, if you were if you were saying, well, boy, I didn't get all of 19, you know, like 19 finished what 30 uh, something odd percent was what the market finished up for 2019. And some folks might be like, well, I didn't I didn't make that much. And it's like, well, yeah, because you were diversified in a way. That, you know, to protect you in case of a downturn. And of course, that same person would have been quite pleased come 20 when it did fall because they may not have fallen the full 30 or 35% exactly. that it did. So yeah, so yeah. it's all about making sure that your whatever your plan is, is that it's tied in nicely to a goal, to an overall setup. And and I, I will say, speaking of goals, and, and I've got a couple more here, but before we do that, I was going to ask you, I know you're a big golf fan. Did you get a chance to check out one of the, the, the very few sporting events that have happened? Did you get a chance to see the match two? Uh, here this past uh, well, weekend or so ago with uh, Tiger and Phil and Peyton Manning and Tom Brady? You know, I didn't. I was actually golfing during it. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah. So, but I heard it was very good. Yeah. I heard it was, sounded to me like the people that watched it had a lot of fun, sort of the commentary. Yeah, and, yeah. It, I, I, there's some good clips on YouTube. You can go check out just highlights and things of that nature on various different places. But as a as a golf fan, you should probably check it out. It was uh, It was a lot of fun. And there's some pretty yeah. good shots on there uh, as well, but a lot of good ribbing and stuff going on. And, I, and they raised like, yeah. yeah, they raised like twenty million dollars, so which is great, you know. And, and and I do have it taped, and I do plan on watching. Oh, okay. I've not watched it yet. Okay, but yeah, it it is. Uh, it's good that they try to raise some money. Yeah, uh, like that, you know. And it's weird how much we miss all sports. Uh, you know, even if you're not a golf fan and you right. end up right. watching just for something to do. Same thing with NASCAR coming back and they had a couple yes. of races. I think their numbers, their viewership numbers were pretty high. Uh, yeah. And it's like, well, because the they're the only game in town, literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, people are checking it out. So, uh, anyway, I just wanted to ask you about that. So, I'll, I'll be curious to, on another podcast, I'll ask you if, uh, if you had a chance to check it out. It was pretty good, though. I enjoyed it. All right. So, let's, uh, let's hit maybe one more here. Uh, maybe two more. We'll see. We're on time. The secret to getting ahead, and this is great, is getting started. That's a fantastic, you know, quote for really any avenue of life. But certainly it can be, you know, we all know that the sooner we can start saving for retirement, the better. But it's also just good to just start, period. Like even if it's today and you're still behind, then just start. Got to start somewhere, yes. A lot of times people get, you know, in in the middle age group and then beyond, and they say, well, it's starting to get too late. I just won't do anything. And that's the exact wrong thing to do. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you can make headway, you can make progress and, you know, get to some goals. They may not be the goals that you had when you were 30 or 25, but if you don't do anything, you know, and don't get started on something, chances are just like we were talking about earlier, you know, that you're going to have a, a real lack of money at the end when you're you know, going to desperately need it. So you do have to get something going. You know, it's going to start with goals, going to start with where you're at now and how long you have until maybe you want to retire and then start working backwards, you know, from there. But I think, you know, the other thing too, uh, a different saying from a different guy, it's not my own, uh, you know, sometimes the best way out of a hole is to stop digging. Uh, yep. and, and that's 
that's so true. Similar to this, you know, is if you know if you've dug yourself into a little bit of hole financially, whether it be some bad decisions with credit or other things, you got to just stop digging the hole. And you know, and generally you can get out of it. It may take a little time, but you know, generally those things are workable. But you got to get something going. Yeah. <laughs> For any of us fellows out there that have ever tried to give someone a, 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 a maybe your wife or somebody a compliment and it went sideways on you and you just yes. kept talking. And she's like, stop digging. You're just making it worse. worse. (laughs) Same kind of idea. So there you go. Yes, it is. All right. Well, you know what? Actually, in the interest of time, I think we're going to wrap it up this week. But that that was a good place to leave it on as well. So take any action. You know, the secret to getting ahead is getting started. So no matter where you're at, you know, make sure that you're taking the steps forward. Uh, Listening to this podcast, learning some things, picking up some useful nuggets along the way. That certainly can count as, you know, taking initiative, getting started, things of that nature. So if you have questions or concerns, as always, before you take any action, you should always reach out to Tony and have a conversation with him. Uh, You can call him at 844-707-7381. That's 844-707-7381. You can go to the website, yourplanningpros.com. That's yourplanningpros.com. And check out Tony's website there. And of course, uh, as always, we would appreciate it if you'd subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you choose, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, or whatever uh, the one you like the best is. Just type in plan with the tax man. And search that out in, uh, let's say, Apple's field, for example, and it'll pop up and you just hit the little uh, subscribe button and we'd certainly appreciate it. And Tony, thanks for your time, my friend. I hope you have a good week and uh, and be careful of, uh, you know, be careful of some of these sayings here. We don't we, watch out for those months, man. You know, they're, I know it. they're, they're, they're tricky. <laughs> tricky. Well, yeah, take care until next time. That's right. Well, have a great week, folks. We'll see you next time here on Plan with the Tax Man with Tony Morrow of Des Moines Professional Alternative Tax Doctor, Inc. We'll see you next time. Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through Avantax Insurance Agency.